I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm anxious to see this whole Pro Bowl thing this weekend. You know, they're doing this thing now, Seth, where it's a flag football game and a bunch of other little fun and games. It almost sounds more like a family picnic than it does an actual football event. Like, I'm I'm waiting to hear that we're going to have Laramie Tunsil in a potato sack race with all the other offensive linemen and yeah. the, a three-legged race with the kickers I'm, and the punters and things. I'm still kind of surprised that they're having a flag football game since uh, they stopped doing that after Robert Edwards almost died uh, from, a, from a flag football injury. It's so, true. But that's he, cool. <laughs> he did. That was that was on the beach, though. Hopefully, they do this one on regular grass. Yeah, I just I know. There's almost just a little too much irony there, though. Totally. They're gonna, they're gonna make it safer by bringing back the event that Robert Woods, the running back, almost died from playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Regardless of the event, he, he had a really bad knee injury. Everybody, for the kids that don't remember this or never knew it at all, he had a really bad knee injury that severed an artery or came close. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. He was, was he was never yeah. the same after that. Um. The big thing about the Pro Bowl, regardless whether it's a flag football game or real football game, if they're even holding a football game at all, there are still guys who are not going to show up for this thing because of injuries or whatever. So in the AFC, we're not going to get Patrick Mahomes because he's playing in the Super Bowl. Um, There's a few other quarterbacks who, because of injuries, like Lamar Jackson, who's an alternate. Justin Herbert's an alternate. He just had a shoulder surgery this week. I won't go through the whole list of AFC quarterbacks, but here's where we are right now. (laughs) Replacing Josh Allen for the 2023 Pro Bowl game, Seth, will be Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley. Oh, good. Yes, finally. Tyler Huntley gets his Tyler Huntley gets his just due. That's where we are in the AFC quarterback pecking order. Tyler Huntley, who at the time, Field Yates points this out, at the time that voting closed on December 15th, Tyler Huntley had thrown for a total of 275 yards and no touchdowns. Yeah. He's going to be he's going to have pro bowl on his resume now. He if Tyler Huntley goes on to be in media or goes on to be on Radio Row at the Super Bowl every year for whatever reason or something and does not go by former pro bowl quarterback Tyler yeah. Huntley then I'm going to find him and shake him and get him a PR agent for himself. He should definitely 100%. Yeah, always go by that. Yes. To get him put it embossed in his clothing. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess, was Malik Willis not available? Is that, <laughs> did he turn it down first? Evidently. I'm trying to think. Do the, I mean, do the quarterbacks in the – I mean, the, the marquee quarterbacks in the AFC 
um, are, are really, really good, and they're young, and that's a big problem for the Texans in the coming years. I saw Trevor Lawrence is going to be replacing Mahomes, so he's going to the game. Mm-hmm. But you got you, you know you got Mahomes and you got Allen and Burrow and Lawrence, Herbert, Jackson. Yeah. I mean, those are six really good ones right there. Tua was an alternate; he can't play because he's Tua is still in concussion protocol. By the way, I'm not. I'm not. That's what? Not even, that's not even a joke. They're not letting oh, him go. God. To the, they're not letting him oh, go to the Pro done. Bowl. Yeah, because of concussion protocol. Yeah, serious. Whoa. So that's scary. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Oh, he can't. I, it might be precaution. It might be. It might be precautionary. I. You know. But they're okay. Yeah. That, that's true. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, they're right. citing that as the reason why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's just an easy thing to cite. Yeah. Where it doesn't look like you're just. Uh, trying to get out of going to the Yeah, Bowl. my whole thing wasn't the concussion. It was he's not playing in the Pro Bowl, which is that's why we're down to Tyler Huntley. But I guess like it's it really is. There's no middle class, I guess, maybe in the AFC because it does drop off to like Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, uh, Kenny Pickett. Derek Carr was pretty good. How is Derek Carr not? I mean, pretty good. I mean, they were like 6-11 and 11 this year, but I'm just pissed off. Yeah, yeah. I would be too, bro. I mean, I know you got benched. He doesn't want to go and be a distraction. It's the- <laughs> He's wondering why he's benched in the Pro Bowl. It's because we have three of you, okay? <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson, did you mention Deshaun Watson? Deshaun, I didn't mention Deshaun. Yeah, I didn't mention him at all. I think why he's, not? He's in the I, AFC, Sean. He is, well, and he had better numbers than Tyler Huntley did this year. I think. Don't I, bury your head in the sand, Sean. He's in the AFC that's now. That's fair. He is in the AFC. After, after not being in the AFC for a year. Yeah. Russell Wilson's in the AFC, uh, so there's that. Yeah, so Tyler Huntley. Congratulations, Tyler Huntley. You're in the Pro Bowl. That's right. Russell Wilson is in the AFC. Yeah, dude. You said that. Yeah. And it was Yeah. Even as I'm thinking about him in a in a Broncos uniform, like that's not right. No. Why would he not be a Pro Bowl mentioned he's, in the AFC he's if in he's the, in the AFC? He's in the AFC. That's strange. Yep, 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 yep. Davis Mills, AFC. He, uh, Davis okay. If Davis Mills I mean Tyler Huntley's in the Pro Bowl. If Davis Mills had just played slightly below average this year. Yeah. He'd be in the Pro Bowl. He he would be in the Pro Bowl. Now, if he had played slightly below average, Lovey Smith might also still be the head coach. So I'm think, willing uh, I'm willing to forego Davis Mills playing in these parlor games at the Pro Bowl that they're having. These yeah. the, this this arcade Olympics that they're gonna have at the Pro Bowl, if it means getting D'Amico Ryans as the head coach. I'm cool. Do you think Stetson Bennett's gonna be in the AFC? Uh, I don't know if he's going to be in football. He's Next definitely year. in for the drinking games, though. Uh, former Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett, who led the Bulldogs to their second – led is a strong word – led the Bulldogs to their second straight CFP uh, college football playoff national championship earlier this month, was arrested on a misdemeanor public intoxication charge in Dallas. Remember yeah. what I told you about Dallas, Sean? Yep. Well, I'm glad I didn't go to Dallas. This is what he was doing. This dude, Chad Kelly, his way into the headlines. He was uh, going around knocking on random doors at 7 a.m. Uh, in the 1600 block of Tribeca Way. Is that a good neighborhood, bad neighborhood? I, Anybody know? It's in what old, he do- it's in what old, was he doing knocking on doors randomly at 7, 10 a.m. on a Sunday? It's in Old East Dallas. I don't know enough about Dallas to know if Old East Dallas... If it's like Edo here, then it's hit or miss. Old East Dallas. I know... I, I know Jerry Jones got pulled over on some road up there, and people tried to make a big deal out of it, but there's like actually a, a really tony section of that road, but then also a really dicey section of the road. Oh, really? So, yeah. So Stetson Bennett, uh, they determined he was intoxicated. Get out of here. If you can imagine Shut that. Up. He was taken into custody, transported to the city detention center, and charged with public intoxication. The, the, the first article I read about this story made it very clear 
that the police didn't necessarily see him knocking on the doors. They just yeah. got a complaint of somebody knocking on doors, and he was stumbling around drunk. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he was a superhero trying to stop the guy who was knocking on all the doors. That's what he was doing. Like, no, he's probably knocking on all those doors. Um, I wonder where uh, – so Setson Bennett was in, in Dallas doing this. He must be working out up there. Maybe. Is he from, from there? Georgia. He's from Georgia? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's a, he's a Georgia kid. He's considered a fringe draft choice in the, in the yeah, NFL. Well, that was the where it would always fall apart when people would say that Georgia could beat any which NFL team, whether it was the Texans or anybody else, which is always a stupid argument. Um, and it's stupid. I know a lot of smart people have it. They're really stupid when they're – they sound stupid when they're having that argument. Yeah. Because uh, the NFL is all about matchups. And there's no – like, if you look at every dominant – college football team and there are guys on that team that just flat out won't make it in the NFL and those guys are going to get picked on so um anyway so I think that uh, Chad Kelly remember was he was on Denver's roster and he walked into that woman's basement yeah he was at a party at somebody's house it might have been at Von Miller's Halloween party it was a Halloween party I was gonna say I think there were costumes involved and he just took to wandering around Von Miller's neighborhood and walked into somebody's you know, it was probably a, you know, one of those Colorado houses where a, a chalet looking something. That's how I envision it. So he just uh, walked right in through the basement yep. into this woman who was, was she breastfeeding at the time? I don't know if she was or breastfeeding. Or is that part of my fantasy that I had? Okay. <laughs> I don't so know. Uh, they were freaked out. They called the cops. Lactation going on. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, text message, trailer wheel and frame text page. Seven two zero zero. Y'all need to stop talking about this D'Amico deal like it's done. The whole thing could get Correa'd. He could have some funky ass deal on his ankle and whammo, no D'Amico. <laughs> what would be the coaching equivalent? I guess if it uh, probably some skeletons. I would think. Yeah, you know, like remember for- Matt Patricia got almost done in because it turned out he was part of some kind of suit down in uh, in Mexico. It's something that happened on spring break. Uh, he was uh, I can't remember whether it was his friend who was accused of something. I was, but that it got kind of dicey like in the in the early like right in the last hours before he signed the deal or after he signed the deal. Yeah. I don't anticipate any of those issues. <laughs> with Tomiko, no, I don't no. think so. I don't anticipate him having lied on his Dude. resume like George O'Leary did to Notre Dame either. That Matt Patricia hire was um I always try to remember when people talk about how like, well, Eric Bieniemy, you know, it sounds like he interviews really poorly. <laughs> This, that, and the other. It's okay. That's cool. And I get that. Yeah. But Matt Patricia did get a job, and I'm still trying to figure out how. Like, was not well regarded as a defensive coordinator. Right. Um, seems to be an incredibly disagreeable, unlikable person. Yeah. Um, nothing physically impressive about him whatsoever. Nope. And yet, and yet, he got a head coaching job. Dude, what the hell? Well, that's that. <laughs> when you said just now, like, that Matt, Patric- Matt Patricia hire, man, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, which one? You mean when he got a head coaching job or Belichick making him the play caller this year up yeah. in New England? Like, yeah. what the yeah. hell? So. It's because he went to, uh, where'd he go, RPI? He did. He went he to went one of those fancy MIT-type schools that's not MIT. Yep, he Rensselaer sure did. Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. He did indeed. He's a literal rocket scientist. He's got to be good right, at right. calling football plays. Turns Always out. be skeptical of the rocket scientist who chooses to call football plays. Good advice. Good why advice. is he not? Why is he not sciencing rockets instead? Probably because he sucks at that too. Right. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, don't, and don't let the pencil behind the ear fool you either. That dude never uses the damn pencil. It's there to make. Well, him that's look why like, he's not sciencing rockets. Looks because like he's working hard. Uh, 
They were like, he's like, hold on, I got to bring my slide rule into yeah. this. Like, out of here, Patricia. Yeah. Go coach football. Right, right. The three okay. rules of faking working hard: shoveling papers around your desk, looking angry, and having a pencil behind your ear. He probably does. He does. He put his tongue. Put it on his tongue. Something oh, I never understood yeah, why and, people and, do and, that. And look like, up at the ceiling like he's no, pondering No, why do they put things? the pencil on their tongue like before they write? That doesn't, doesn't uh, yeah, do anything like, for like, a pencil, yeah, does it? I don't know. That's, they're idiots. All right. Disgusted with Patricia. Uh, trash talk. The We talked about the Cincinnati mayor yesterday. He, he got destroyed by the Chiefs. Um, he responded yesterday. How did he do? We'll judge. We'll relive the magic of Travis Kelsey. And Frank Clark enters the chat as well. That is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, the um, the mayor of Cincinnati, we know, was a, um, a big part of the story of the AFC title game. Uh, his name is uh, Aftab Purval. He issued a proclamation the week leading up to the game that included a a lot of monotone trash talk. Let's relive the magic. (laughs) Let's relive the magic of Pureval's proclamation for his Bengals leading up to the game against the Chiefs. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test, confirming whether or not he's his father. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Pierval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Okay. Thank you. They got to play us day. Okay, so that, so grade it however you want, but that got Kansas City and the Chiefs 
pretty worked up. They end up winning the game, the Chiefs do, in pretty dramatic fashion. Worked up by it. And a lot of, honestly, a lot of people from Cincinnati saying Burrowhead and uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pre, a lot of talking tough on behalf of people who are not you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of people writing checks that then the Bengals had to go cash. Yeah. That kind of thing. So, in- including the mayor, Aftab Pureval, putting out that proclamation you just heard. The big response that people heard from that, and we'll get to a few of them here in just a second, but the big one was uh, Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, who took to the microphone on the stage while holding the Lamar Hunt trophy for winning the AFC and, and said this. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Channeling the rock. Yeah, the rock. It just feels like it felt. This feels like the rock versus Tony Dungy. Yeah. Um, in this war of words here, <laughs> yes. this uh, this Perval doesn't have the chops, man. No. A, he has a good writer. Whoever his staff is pretty funny. They had some good material there, but he just did not deliver it. Like I feel like if they could, if they could give Travis Kelsey some of that material, Travis Kelsey could do something. Oh with yeah, it. for yeah. sure. Um, Purval uh, retweeted Kelsey's. Know your role and shut your mouth, jabroni video. Yeah. Um, and he said this. Yep, deserve that. Congrats to KC on a well-fought win and good luck in Arizona. Proud of our fans and our Bengals for the energy all year. Who huh. day? Well, that's classy. Who day? Yeah. yeah. Who day? Who? Uh, okay, I never. I can't remember. So, is it with the Saints? Is it who day or who? Saints. Dat? Saints is who dat. The Bengals is who day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they argue about it then? I. Do they just feel like the other one is ripping them off somehow? Just Probably. Like and, and honestly, slightly... I don't know who's ripping off who. I don't really okay. care. Yeah, right. But yeah, who day, for whatever reason, the Bengals have embraced who day, which is, which is interesting because uh, Frank Clark, defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs, actually invoked the who day in his trash talk back to the Bengals oh, following okay. the game. Yeah. They said they run the damn AFC. They lied. They said we wasn't going to whoop their ass, they lied. Who lied? Cincinnati Bengals, who? Who that? Send their ass home, that's who they is. That's who they is. Sent their ass home, where they at? In the locker room, crying. One, I don't know what the hell he did. 85, I don't know what the hell he did, but cry all day. I'm done. (laughs) He called out Jamar Chase and T. Higgins directly by jersey number. <laughs> that was so much better than Travis Kelsey. It was really that good. Was, and Seth, that was from the heart. He was, was sermonizing there. He that was, was uh, <laughs> he was smoking a lit cigar while he was doing it too. Oh, that's a that's a shot of bro right there. I mean that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were they were talking and about Jamar Chase. Right. Yeah. They were talking about how many burrows they had smoked uh, after the game. <laughs> they were calling the cigars that's, burrows. I yeah. I don't know. That's a, okay. I'm just that veers off a little bit. Okay. Uh, in my- <laughs> just, uh, they acknowledge the cigar thing as a borough association. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got Freudian real quick, man. Real quick. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so, so Travis Kelsey, pretty good. Frank Clark, yeah. pretty good. Here was, uh, here was Patrick Mahomes. Here's Patrick Mahomes' trash talk at the podium after the game. Yeah, I mean, you got Burrowhead. You say, I mean, they beat us last time. They were talking about we, we got to play them. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, I mean, I understand he's the mayor of Cincinnati, so he has to think about something. But uh, I mean, it's it, it's something that you just got to play the football game and then let your play do the talking. Yeah. All right. 
It's, I'm glad it's you let your play. I'm glad, he's I'm, gotta, I'm glad Mahomes lets his play do the talking because his trash talk game, not nearly as good as his teammates. He lets his play and his wife and his brother do this. His obnoxious for him. TikTok brother. Yes. Somebody sent me a. Somebody, why? I shouldn't say this because now it's going to be all afternoon. Yeah, don't do it. But I wish people would stop sending me videos of Mahomes' wife and brother. It's uh, it's so unbearable. They're annoying. Man. Yeah, they're just loud. Yeah, they're just loud. That's the whole thing. It's they're just loud, and they're loud in a way that that maybe like a 15 year old would be loud if they're going to watch their uncle play or something. Yeah. they're they're loud in a way that I don't think I've ever seen professional athletes family members act because <laughs> usually after a while uh, they get it They're like okay all right listen this is all right let's 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 act like adults here nope nope not Mahomes' brother and his wife no. they just uh, they act like fools and it's really loud and annoying yeah we yeah. get them for two more weeks so uh be prepared i don't know they don't actually i maybe my algorithm has figured it out other than when people dm me uh videos of them i don't i don't really see it a lot and i think maybe the maybe the mainstream media like us has stopped playing it as much because people you realize sometimes sometimes the stuff will get a reaction, but people genuinely really don't like hearing it. Yeah, especially those two on the radio. It's uh, it's a piercing sound that might actually cause car crashes. Yeah. Um, Joe Mixon. Yeah, no, their voices are annoying. You're right. Um, Joe Mixon picked a strange day to fire back at football. He was in the building yesterday. You know, the Bengals are cleaning out their lockers, doing exit interviews, yeah. you know, doing things at teams that just played their last game of the year, do. And um, despite losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, Mixon, around his locker with the media types, was adamant that they are still the big dogs in the AFC. As I said, I believe, what, last week or two weeks ago, like, um, and I stand on it, it's like, we the big dogs of the AFC, and everybody knows that. They gunning for us, but and we know we're going to get everybody best shot. But at the end of the day, if we're not turning the ball over and taking care of the little things, um, we can't be beat. So we just got to go ahead and we're going to take everybody's best shot, but they better be ready to take ours. I love I love the take that guys have where, well, if we just don't turn the ball over, if we just take care – when I hear take care of the little things, I think of penalties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we just don't commit penalties and turn the ball over – we're the big dogs in the AFC. <laughs> I was, Sean, you know what's funny? I was down a, a boxing rabbit hole the other day, and I was watching the Adrian Broner, uh, Marcos uh, Medina. Uh, how do you pronounce his name? I have no idea. Um, anyway, from like that, it was a, okay, so Broner was like a world-class trash talker, and he got beat in this fight, and he was never the same after that. Uh, again, he had just like – like at one point in the fight, he was like air-humping uh, Marcos Madonna, and it was uh, – like it was it was bad. And then Madonna came back and just beat the snot out of him. Beat him like beat, – beat him down. As he should. So this was over a decade ago. Broner just did an interview like a couple years ago where after that, I don't know if he – he barely won any more fights or anything. He was just a mess. And basically, he's still maintaining that he got the better of Madonna on that in on that day it, because it it launched him into a different trajectory in his career. Like he's just what? he's that delusional about yeah. it. They just and I think that's how uh, it, maybe some athletes are. They're just they they maintain that that positive attitude. Mixon, that, that, 
Mixon kept doubling down on it during the yeah. interview. Like he said it like three more times. Here's one more. Yeah. Whether it was the Bills, whether it's the Ravens, it could be bullet, bulletin board material for anybody. But I mean, the facts is the facts, and when it come down to it, when it come down to it, we know when we take the field, can't nobody touch us if we on our game. So we just gotta go ahead, go out there and take care of business. It ain't no. <laughs> No other way around it. Does Joe Mixon know they're not going to the Super Bowl? The serious question. Serious question. Does he think that he's going from the locker room to get on a flight after this to go to I Phoenix? I like it. I like. It. There's nothing more frustrating than somebody that won't admit that they're beat. That's uh, that that gets because then if you're the winner and somebody just won't admit that they're beat, it it. It sticks in the back of your head. Wait a second, that guy doesn't really understand that I beat him. And it's annoying me, and it shouldn't annoy me, but damn it, I'm annoyed by this. I'm he, thinking, the fact that I'm even thinking about it is annoying me. He yeah. said the facts are the facts. The facts yeah. are the facts, Sean. Right, exactly. Sean, the facts are the facts. Exactly. The outcomes are the outcomes. Right. Did he say anything about, like, does he feel they got screwed by the officials or something? Maybe? I didn't. Not that I saw. He didn't lean on the uh, officiating. You there, know that the, there are a lot of people who feel like the Bengals got screwed by the officials, though, in that game. Yeah. I think, um, well, they, you know what they'll point out? And Bill Simmons tried to do this. This is where Bill Simmons gets in trouble when he tries to talk about football. He, he tried to claim that there was an obvious, there were obvious holding calls on the offensive linemen for the Kansas City Chiefs during that scramble, um, which was responded to by many, many NFL offensive linemen saying like, no, no, that, that, that was clean there. And that, and defensive linemen like myself as well. Like, no, those, those are actually aren't holds at all. Um, what the hell are you talking about, Bill yeah. Simmons? Yeah. yeah. The one, the one that I'm surprised isn't getting more attention was the overturn of the Marquez Valdez Scantling first down where it would have been yeah. fourth and one, but he reached the ball out and they, they overturned it. And I'm like, well, that's, that's he's reaches out like he's breaking the plane of the goal line, which down near the goal line ends the play. Cause it's a touchdown, right? It, you, you don't reach over the plane to get a first down. It's a, Cause if, if you, you pull it back, pull it back, then you've moved the ball back. And yet I've seen that happen before. I don't know. Um, I don't know. They, they let it stand. Was sh- it called? Did you actually see an official say that it shouldn't have been called that way? No. Or, well, okay. I'd seen after the not in the broadcast, which is yeah. a problem. But that's we've talked about that broadcast already today, the the CBS broadcast. But I'd seen a few. I'd seen some articles about it that had quoted yeah. some officials saying, "Yeah, that might not should have been a first down right there by uh, MVS." Some, you know, the Texans. Uh, all right, this is podcast material here, but. Um, the Texans, one of their last games, remember there was the punt that was fielded, but like the guy's heel was down on the goal line, but then lifted up as he downed the punt. Um, Vaguely. And it, and it was one of those things. It took forever for them to clar- to get clarification on it, and I don't know if it's actually covered in the rule book. Okay. Like, so his, his heel was on the goal line. He lifted the heel up, but never lifted the foot up. So when he downed the punt, his toe was in, and they had. To, I think they had to wait for word from New York on exactly Sky, how to handle Sky it. The Texans yeah. got screwed on it, of yeah. course. Of course, which because uh, of course Goodell stood in. That's there. how they wound up three thirteen and one. They got screwed. I'm honestly, I'm trying to figure out like from. I'm trying to figure out from Mixon's perspective, even if by box score jargoning or like uh, meandering or anything, you can you can figure out a way they won. But no, no, no Burrow, you can't. Burrow played like ass compared to Mahomes. Yes, yes. If if we don't hear any D'Amico news today, what could be holding it up? Well, speculate. I've got a I got a list in front of me here. What's the likelihood that these are the things holding up a D'Amico Ryan's signing? That is next. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. A quick reminder, we're going to be giving away Parker McCollum tickets in the 9 o'clock hour. So be listening. Be listening for for that. Um, Four-pack of tickets to the uh, Houston Rodeo sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. Um, So we're waiting on news for D'Amico Ryans. Top of the hour, we'll get to OC candidates for D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. That's been a big topic uh, uh, over the last 24 to 48 hours. So, big question when you're co- you're hiring a defensive coach is okay who's gonna who's gonna man the offense? That's right. Kind of a big deal. Yep. And I'm I'm finding myself even after I swore I never would, I'm starting to get excited about various candidates. Ah, good, so, good. It, despite all the incredible unknowns, I've uh, I'm, I'm I'm allowing myself to be tantalized. Yep. All right. So, but we we just had a texter text us. I read the text a few minutes ago from the trailer wheel and frame text page. We've since been buried in more text, so I'll paraphrase. But guys, don't jinx it. This whole thing could get Correa'd, and they find something wrong with D'Amico, and whammo, no D'Amico. And I think the texter was joking, but I do think the longer this goes on, the more yeah. stressed out people are going to get, probably. Yeah, right? stuff falls through. Remember remember, you remember, you remember Josh McDaniels of the Colts? I do. I do. Yeah, backed out of the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's embarrassing when that happens. <laughs> D'Amico would never do it the way Josh McDaniels No did, chance. But, yeah. But... Josh McDaniels had already accepted the job offer. Right. Um, no job offer has been accepted as of yet. So it's not like D'Amico would be leaving the Texans in the lurch or anything. Yeah. There's just, I, I guess, there's things that could go south, like perhaps contract negotiations or something. Right. Okay, so let's let's go there. So I, I listed a few things in front of me here, Seth, on what could be holding this up. If we feel okay. like this thing is moving slowly right now, what could be the issue? I want you, Seth Payne, to tell me the likelihood 
Okay. Of each of these issues being what could be holding things up. Okay. Money. Twenty-five percent chance. Twenty-five percent chance it's they're 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 haggling yeah, out a contract. It right. Might now. have something to do if it were to be money. I don't. Okay, so D'Amico does have some bargaining power here, just because I think uh, on the Texans PR side of things, uh, they're kind of down a down a road from which there's no return, and yet I don't think D'Amico is necessarily looking to set a record with rookie head coach contracts or anything. I, I would be surprised if he was. No, was, was, he might just be leaving it to his agent to handle everything. Um, but the Texans have not been reluctant to spend money on on guys like even David Culley, who are not hot candidates. D'Amico's a hot candidate. David Culley was not a hot candidate. And they gave him they gave him money that nobody else in the NFL was flat out going to give David Culley. So I'll be I'll be very surprised if the Texans aren't ready to give uh, D'Amico Ryan's a very fair contract. It's 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 awfully tough to not give him a really, really good contract when Casario is sitting across from the table and got paid reportedly a top five GM contract with no experience as a GM before. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah. granted, there was a certain someone in the building working on those deals back then he was. who loved to give away money. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Joaquin now, Easterby, yes. Casario, I mean, you could argue Casario had 20 years of experience doing, in, in many of those years, doing the things that a GM does. Very fair point. It, like, the reason he didn't, he wasn't, he was as close to being an actual GM as you could get without being the GM yep. in, in New England. So, um so I get, yeah, you could argue he has more, he had more experience than D'Amico. Okay, number two, we're we're rating the okay. likelihood of these being the reasons why things could be getting held up with D'Amico Ryan's. Mm-hmm. D'Amico having pause about working with Nick Casario. I would give this a fifteen percent chance, okay. even lower than the money side of things. And the only reason I'll say fifteen percent is that, that Justina Anderson had that weird, hard to decipher tweet about how D'Amico might be waiting for another executive with whom he'd like to work. I don't know who that executive would be um, or why D'Amico would hold out and wait for it, but uh, maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's something he'd always planned on trying to work with. But um, as far as personality types go, and I think as far as perhaps maybe the way they view the game of football, I think Casario and D'Amico will very much enjoy working with each other. Almost to the point that I worry that they might enjoy it too much. You don't want to have too much. You don't want to have agreement all the time. No. If everybody agrees on something all the time, then one of those people is unnecessary. So, but I do think that they'll have productive disagreements and discussions. Um, they're just both those types of people that are very. I there's a there's an element to both Casario and D'Amico where they're able to set aside personal ego. Um, or pride to to try to see the other person's side of things, um, and, and and maybe do things a different way. I think they'll work very well. Together. Yeah, I think they're they're both smart enough to know that it's a good thing to have guys with different worldviews in the building yeah. working with each other yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, like, I really like. I I would tell Nick especially. I think that um, it's, they're they're gonna. It, it, I, I, they're going to get along just fine. Yeah. I think because people had asked, okay, why does D'Amico need the second interview? My biggest question would be, okay, it might be just for Nick. You know, it might not be a formality. It might be for Nick to really get comfortable and feel like, okay, yeah, I'm cool with this and I'm willing to move forward with this. And, and it might be it might be more substantial than perhaps they've let on. But who knows? Yep. Uh, number three, these are reasons why things could be getting held up with hiring D'Amico. Um General cold feet. 
on the part of D'Amico uh, Ryan. Is that your new name for McLean? That's General Coldfeet. <laughs> General Coldfeet. Yeah, that's his mob so, name. Listen, General hey, Coldfeet. Hey, General Coldfeet. Tommy Coldfeet. General Coldfeet. I okay. This is why there will be no cold feet. Uh, it's ironic that you'd use that term because sometimes when you think of uh, getting into a marriage, you think of people having cold feet. Right. I feel like if I'm D'Amico's wife and uh, you've already dangled this, uh, dangled this possibility of me, you know, being back in my hometown and having help with the kids, with my family uh, around, and all of that after having, you know, been working coaching hours for a few years and stuff. Uh, there's no, there's no going back. I think D'Amico's wife might end up being like the biggest asset we have on this thing getting yeah, done. Yeah, I, I don't even think that Dude. there's anything flip about that at all. I think you're absolutely right. If you've raised kids near grandparents and away from grandparents, my God, the difference. It's a big so, delta. Uh, yeah, not a lot of coaches actually get to – not a lot of NFL coaches get to, to coach near their families. Right. You're always – you're always kind of living out of a suitcase almost, and this is, a, this is a pretty rare opportunity. So less percent even than the Casario working relationship and the money? This is even less Yeah, I would that? say 3% on 3% that. 3% on I have no idea. Now, maybe, maybe D'Amico's wife's family doesn't live here anymore or anything. But, sure. Um, I'm just, so I'm totally going out on a limb there, but I, I could see that as being very conceivable. That would be a huge obstacle to uh, pulling out of the deal. Last one. Last one. Things that could be holding up the D'Amico news. And by the way, things are probably moving perfectly smoothly according to plan. But yeah. the but we don't know. So the longer this goes on, the more nervous people get. Last one. Something on the Texans side holding it up. Just something on the Texans side. That the Texans are having pause for some reason on this thing. I think that that's that would go back to the money side of things. Yep. I don't, I can't I don't think there would be any other reason um, for them to pull out, I'm I'm trying to think of anything like on the personal side or anything. Like D'Amico's never, I no, there's nobody that has an issue with D'Amico. Yeah, I would bet you on know, the over I, under on skeletons in D'Amico's closets at under yeah. a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so. and it's not even like a skeleton in the closet type of thing. But was there was there somebody that just flat out couldn't stand D'Amico right. and he can't hold it in any longer? He's got to let Cal McNair McNair know how much how much he hates D'Amico Ryan. Yep. I, I cannot see it for the life of me. I can't either. All right, so I think the 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 gist of this segment was we're feeling good, but we understand people feeling nervous the it's, longer we go. In terms of why it's taking quote unquote so long. I don't think this is so long, and I know you're not saying that necessarily. It feels like forever, but I do think that D'Amico likely really did put the kibosh on any discussions or conversations or anything about next year during this past week. Yep. I, I think he wanted to focus on this game. So a, a lot of it, even if it's a formality, it's kind of the some of the motions you have to go through. Yep. Into the 9 o'clock hour we go. We're going to give away Parker McCollum tickets in the 9 o'clock hour, so be listening. Four-pack of tickets to the opening night of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Um, we teased this earlier, so we'll get to this. Who should be the OC for D'Amico Ryans? That'll be the big question that everybody's asking once this hire is made. Seth has a few names. He even coins the name of a new nation in this. Stay tuned. You're listening to Payne and Pendergast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 